Hey, you got him with this one, dog. It's so soulful. Let's take him back. Come on. Hey, remember back in the block in the summertime when the sidewalk got so boiling hot that the heat from the street almost melts your flip flops or burn through your new shoes and leave you with holes in your socks. Us city slickers, there was no water in spots, so we'd head to the corner. Mr. Warner would knock off the knob on top of the hydrant. We was wild. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to episode six of Dad Hard with the podcast. As always, let me give a big shout out to all my do dadders, future fathers, potential parents, and everyone else tuning in and give you all a huge thank you for pressing that play button and listening to your boy for yet another week. This week is fantastic because, as it's kind of happened over the last couple, again, we've had our highest listened to, downloaded, subscribed to week thus far since launching the pod. It like is just going up every week and it's just unbelievable. It's unreal. Uh, I really appreciate it. And I know I've said it a couple of times on this show, but we have gone up the charts on Spreaker. Shout out to Spreaker because that is who I host the pod from. I know I'm on all of the other platforms, but I really want to show my love to Spreaker because I host it through them. The whole feed goes through them and I am now number the show. I'm not even going to say I, the show because of everybody listening, tuning in, sharing it with your friends, family, cousins, nephews, dogs, cats, wives, mother-in-laws, whoever the hell, I I don't know, but it's phenomenal because I'm now the number 11 dad-related podcast on the entire platform of Spreaker, and that is fucking dope, I appreciate it, thank you everybody for continuing to tune in, thank you everybody that sends emails, hits me up on the Instagram, Um, the Facebook page is up and running now, I forgot to mention that last week, facebook.com slash dadhardpod, jump on there, throw me a little likey like, you know, leave a little comment, the feed now goes automatically to Facebook, so like if you're following me on Facebook, you don't even have to go to your iTunes or your Spotify or wherever you're getting your podcast because all you got to do is follow the page and you're going to get an update from me right when this pod drops that says, here's the link to listen to the podcast. And five seconds later, you're listening to Dad Hard with a podcast. It's dope. You can also, like I said last week, get me on Alexa. If you listened last week, you know that I shows you that that works so you know you can get me on alexa itunes spotify spreaker tune in amazon podcast iHeartRadio. radio we're now on iHeartRadio, which is dope anyway i'm gonna stop the drops uh i just want to say that i appreciate the love so much it just makes me so excited every week when i get to do this and and see how much people are liking the podcast and connecting with the podcast um it's fantastic uh, I want to thank my guest last week, Mr. D. Brown, celebrity stylist for the likes of The Roots, um, Belial, um, and, you know, so many other people I can't even comprehend. I really appreciate him coming through. We sat and had a great conversation about his swagadocious son um, and what you can do to keep your style on point while you're Entering this new dad stage of life when you're getting spit up on you 475 times a day. Um, so that was really cool. If you haven't checked it out, it's called Swagging While Dadding. Uh, check it out. It's up. It's running. We're, we're good to go. Uh, this week, we have another cool guest for you. It's another friend of mine who is like two months ahead of me in this whole dadding process. Um, so that's a conversation we'll get into later on in the pod. Obviously, but for right now, we are in, or I am in week 11 of being a father. That's almost three months. My daughter is almost three months old. It blows my freaking mind. Three months. 
That's crazy. I still like remember her getting pulled out from behind the sheet and put on a plate when she was just being born. It's just it's unreal. And at three months, it's a big milestone, right? And that's what everybody says. You know, you're supposed to start sleep training at three months, and like, you know, they're that that ends what they call their fourth trimester. Uh, you know, you have the three trimesters while they're in utero, and then you this fourth trimester, then the first three months of life, they're still they're really supposed to. Be the way that the that a, a human's body and brain works is that they're actually supposed to stay in utero for another three months, but like a human body can't manage having a per, another person in their body for those extra three months. And I'll tell you this: any woman that's pregnant for twelve months, oh, you are a super, super duper Wonder Woman special person. I mean, every woman is special for having nine months, but if you were able to do it for 12, ah, you are a special person and so is your partner because I can't even imagine what that would be like for either of y'all. But really, a baby is supposed to be in utero like in an ideal world, they would be in there for another three months. So when they come out, they're still in that extra stage of development as if they would be in utero. And so it's really crazy to, to see. You see the development happening every week. But as you get closer and closer to three months, you know, we're not there yet. We're at 12 weeks or at 11 weeks. So we'll be close. But you can already see the development now and and the the normalization of the baby interacting with its surroundings and with the world in general, you know, a lot of the stuff I've talked about in the past weeks has all been kind of reactionary. Now she's not really reacting. I mean, she still reacts, obviously, but like she's not, it's not about being reactionary. Now it's about studying and it's about studying her surroundings. It's, it's not just reacting to my facial expressions or my wife's facial expressions or anybody's facial expressions. Now she's like studying our faces and it's like she's trying to understand our moods or understand what different facial expressions mean and it's not so much that she's trying to mimic it you know like before I would stick my tongue out or smile and that would make her and she would smile almost as if she was trying to mimic that and imitate my face um now she just looks at it you know like she'll just look at my wife she did it tonight before we went down like she just like laid in my wife's arms and just stared at her face just as if she was just trying to like notice and remember and study every little inch of of her face um and you know she did it to me earlier today when she was eating she did the same thing and that's a really cool thing you can see that they, that that they're now trying to under they're not understanding that they're a person and they're not you know they're in this world and they're really taking it all in the other thing that she's really now understanding is her hands you know I said a couple weeks ago, she discovered her hands and I watched the moment when she actually discovered that her hands were attached to her body. Now she doesn't just like stare at them. She's actually now trying to use them. You know, she's trying to like, she's sort of starting to reach for stuff. But like if we put like, you know, one of her toys like in front of her face, she's not just like staring at it like, uh, you know, She's actually, she, she focuses really hard and you can see in her face the amount of focus that she's putting into it to lift her arms up, both of her arms up. And if you're looking at me right now, I'm actually mimicking my daughter. It's kind of freaking me out a little bit, but she's, she's lifting her arms up to try to like grab this thing that we're holding for her. And it's weird because we can already tell that she's probably right-handed because like the right hand just moves so much better or more 
fluidly than her left. Like, it clearly takes a lot more effort for her to lift her left arm up to try to do it. So, you know, earlier today, I was, like, holding a, not like a rattle, but, like, some toy that had, like, a ring attached to the end of it. That's what they said. You want to try to hold these, like, rings so they can grab it, they can reach up, they can hold on to it, and then they can get used to, like, waving it around and having the weight of this thing in their grasp, right? So I'm holding this thing with this little toy with a ring up and she's lifting her arms and her right hand gets it and she holds it and like, I'm so happy. I'm like, yeah, I'm so proud of you. But she's like not satisfied. And then all of a sudden she starts crying because she's frustrated because she can't like figure out how to get her left arm up all the way and it's cool I mean I felt bad for her that she was crying she couldn't figure it out but it's cool because she's actually becoming a person and getting frustrated by things and she was getting frustrated by the fact that she just her left arm wasn't working and so what I told her is I, I, I said listen you go you better learn how to deal with that because daddy got the same problem Anybody's played basketball with me for the last 30 years knows that my left hand is just there for goddamn show and tell. It doesn't work. I swear to God, I might as well just have one one arm. I might be the one-armed man. You want to guard me in basketball? Just stand on my right side and just make me go left because I'm not going to do it. I'm going to go right into you. Sorry. I don't know how. It doesn't work. It literally does not work. And apparently, neither does my daughter's because she just couldn't figure out how to do it. You know, uh, but baby, I'm going to tell you this right now. When you get old enough to listen to this and daddy plays this for you, I'm telling you right now, we're going to work on that. Don't worry. As soon as you can hold a basketball, we're going to go to the course and we're just going left. Left, 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 nonstop, left. I got WNBA dreams for you, baby. And we're going to make it happen. Diana Taurasi, here we come. I'm not lying. Swear to God. But it, it, like, it's just, it's cool. It's sad to see her so upset by that frustration. But it's cool to see her frustrated because you can see that her mental capacity is growing. She's starting to understand these type of things, understand when she can't do something. Um, so that was pretty cool. Um, the other major, major, major move that we did today, there this, this week is we took her on her first train ride. We had to go get a hip sonogram. Our pediatrician says that she always recommends a hip sonogram for a child that comes out, um, via C-section because I guess when they don't get pushed out, vaginally um it's such a weird word but they get pushed out vaginally like when they do get pushed out vaginally it like aligns the hips so when you do like apparently that's what happens i don't know that's what my pediatrician said i'm not a doctor so but apparently that helps to align the hips perfectly when they're coming out so with a c-section you're not necessarily getting that it might not mean anything but you're not necessarily getting that extra guarantee I guess, for lack of a better term, that their hips are going to be aligned. So she recommended that we go get a hip sonogram. Um, so we did. And she had her first round of shots. So we took her on a goddamn train. And oh man, that was an experience. It was so cool. Like I take the train every day. I'm from New York. I've been taking the train every day, all day, my entire life. And so bringing my daughter on the train, my wife, same thing bringing my daughter on the train, it was like this great experience for us, obviously we were freaking the fuck out, because it's dirty, it's grimy, it's loud, is she gonna freak out, is she gonna cry, and so we went in, and we're so nervous, it was so nice, the woman from the MTA didn't even make us pay to go in, and just opened the, the security exit, the special exit gate, we walked in, it was great, it felt like VIP on the F train, it was fucking dope, but we were so excited, or I was so excited about this experience, I'm sharing this experience with my daughter, I'm like hyping her up, I'm like yeah baby we're going on the train going on the train she's in she's in the carrier my wife's carrying her i'm pushing the empty stroller people to me look people are looking at me like i'm fucking strange walking around with an empty stroller and shit but i didn't care because my daughter's on the train and i we get there my wife gets a seat which is great normally nobody gets up for pregnant women you people that don't do that I'm coming for each and every one of y'all. They don't get up for pregnant women. Don't get up for women with babies. It's disgusting. But that's besides the point. Uh, dude, my wife got a seat. We're happy. I'm looking at my daughter. I'm like, oh, we're on a trip. And she's passed the fuck out. 
sleeps the whole time. We're on a train for like an hour and a half. Not really, only an hour. Uh, but she sleeps the whole time. Whole goddamn time. I'm trying to share this beautiful moment with my daughter. And all she wants to do is sleep. Sleep, sleep, sleep. Man, babies. But that's what they do. It would, but... It was still cool. We went to a diner afterwards. Some 90-year-old woman tried to give us advice about having kids. I'm pretty sure she was senile and hasn't raised a kid since 1903. Like, oh, but anyway, um, it was really cool to have her on a train uh, for the first time. It was like our real first experience of like going into the real world, dealing with real people. Again, me and my wife, you know what I mean? Like we, she definitely hasn't been on a train really since we, uh, since we had the baby, but obviously the baby hasn't been on a train, but it was cool to just share that experience, whether she slept or not, who the hell cares? We did it. We know it. I got the pictures. They'll probably be on Instagram. You know what I mean? It was, it was fantastic. Now, last thing in week 11 that happened was truly and utterly unreal because my baby did this <laughs> that is my daughter laughing hysterically at something that I did that was mind blowing mind blowing Anybody that hears that or gets to hit, hold on, you know what? If, if let's, let's do one, one more time just for effect because it's so crazy. Just listen, listen to this. If that doesn't warm your goddamn heart, you know what? I don't care because it sure as hell warmed mine. That was so special. Dad's that are new dads, or even dads that are that are old dads, if you if you remember the first time your child made that sound to something that you did, I'm not just dads. You know what? Fuck it. Moms too, parents. When your child makes a sound like that to something that you did, the feeling that you get is so special. Like I haven't felt like that satisfied, um, like emotionally, you know what I mean, or spiritually, whatever, in so long. Like, I, I wanted to like cry tears of joy. It was like she was being birthed all over again. Like, that was almost the type of feeling that I had when she did that. Like, it was so incredible. And the fact that it was that, now she's done that a couple times for my wife. I know I said last week, you know, my wife sent me a video of her laughing like that. But my wife's video was not like that. That was an all out laugh. That video goes on for like three minutes of her just like doing that. It was unreal. I, I thought like the week was over. I'm like, okay, you know, yeah, you're using your arms. You went on a train. You're studying faces. And then she went and did this while I'm sitting with her the other day. And man, oh man, what a wrap to week 11. I swear, what a special way to end that week. And just because it's that special, let's listen to it again. I apologize that I'm like screaming in the background, but I'm making funny faces at her and she loves it. So you know what? It's amazing. Fatherhood is amazing. That was really crazy. That was really special. Um, but yeah, that was week 11 in a nutshell, you know? Um, I can't wait for week 12 because um, week 11 was better than week 10, better than week 6. That just keeps getting better. Um, and now she's almost about to be three months and turning into like an actual person. You know, I complain all the time. We're about to start moving her, sleep training her, like moving her out of our bedroom soon from where she sleeps. And like, I come, come on here and complain every, every week on a pod and complain every day to my wife that I don't get any sleep because she sleeps five feet, five inches away from my head and I'm up all night, but like, I'm going to miss it, man. She's like three months. Like, She's going to be a person. She's going to be like cross. Oh, God, I'm going to get emotional. Let me stop right now. But, yeah, that's what it is. Week 11. Special. Laugh, hands, train. 
She's doing it all. They growing up so fast. Oh, my God. All right. Well, like I said, that was week 11. And that's a wrap for this opening segment. I probably rambled enough, and I'm probably going to get a tear in my eye. You know what I mean? So we're going to cut it right there. Dad Hard with a podcast. As you know, after this segment, we're going to take a little musical break, and then we're going to get into my guest for the week. Like I said, very, very special guest, uh, close friend of mine, close friend with his wife. Now, our wives are friends, and, like, they're only two months ahead of us, so, like, their baby is freaking adorable. He literally looks like my friend Brandon does right now. Like, not Brandon as a baby, how Brandon looks today. Like, the baby is an adult-looking child. It is outstanding to look at. But, uh, yeah, my friend Brandon Rosen, he's coming up next. Um, talking about some cool things. I think him and his wife is a re- have a really cool relationship, um, especially in regards to how they deal with their relationship with having this newborn child. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, and then, you know, we'll be a wrap. Dad Hard with a podcast, episode six. We're going to keep rolling and, you know, enjoy the musical break and I'll catch you on a rebound. Holla. guest segment. And today, as usual, I have a very special guest, good friend of mine. Uh, he also is kind of, he's like a month or so ahead of me with this new father thing. Um, like I said, good friend of mine, Mr. Brandon Rosen. Welcome to the show. B, what's happening, man? Thanks for having me. Okay. I thought this mic was going to beam up or something. <laughs> it looks like it, right? It looks like a rocket ship, right? Yeah, you know. Old Howard Stern days, it's like once you're live, you know, the mic goes on and everything. Yeah, it does. It's really cool. This, so for those of you that can't see, my mic looks like a little silver bullet, like rocket ship. It looks like something that, uh, uh, like was coming out of SpaceX or something like that. It's gonna take us all to Mars, and you know what I mean? Something out of like Men in Black. Um, but that's a good analogy. Men in Black, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, don't worry, I'm not going to like phase your face yeah. and wipe your memory out. No, you need that to raise a kid, you know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, me and Brandon have been, been friends for a long time. He's friends with a lot of my, grew up with like my best friends that I went to summer camp with. His wife is one of my really good friends for a really long time. Now our wives are friends, and now we both have kids. We can do like all these like parent meetups and stuff. Timing, right? it, it was crazy. Yeah. It's really crazy. You're what? Um... June 1st. June 1st. Yeah. So like a month or so. Almost two months ahead of us. You're July. July 30th, yeah. yeah. So we got like almost two months on you. Yeah. But you know, that that doesn't really, you know, no. it comes together soon. Enough, For sure. Right? For sure. I guess the milestones are big, like when you're in, you're kind of counting by the weeks, but once you get to the months and then into the years, it doesn't matter. Yeah, of course. What, like once they're in school, like right. the two months is yeah. not going to matter. They'll just be the same age. You know what I mean? Um, so what is, so 
Rain is what? Six, six months? No, no, four, four months. months. And I guess a week at this point. Wow. Right? So no, 11 days. Four months, 11 days. Wow. How's it been? It's been awesome, actually. Yeah? Yeah, it's, it's a wild ride, right? Of course. I mean, you know, from every week it's something new. Of course. Right, so it's like one week he's like getting into these toys and starting to engage with this physical environment. That's pretty exciting stuff. Yes. And uh, no, it's been it's been a lot of fun. You know, you see the kid like develop, you know, in front of your eyes. Yep. And then once he starts smiling, I mean, come on. The smile. How good is the smile? That is the best thing. It's the best thing. The smile is the best. Rora just actually giggled for the first time three days ago. Nat sent me a video. She's like, babe, you gotta watch this. Yeah. Go fast forward to 106. And like, I went to it. And she's like, Nat was like speaking gibberish to her. And she just goes, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I started crying. Like, it was great. And then they start like cooing yep. and like babbling a little bit yep. more. Yep. Dude, it's, it's wild. Yeah. It's like, you know, they're trying to say something, yeah. but like the words just aren't there yet. Of course not. But, um, or else they would be really genius babies. Yeah. The, the best thing was, like, one day I walked into the nursery in the morning, and he, like, looked at me, and it was like he knew who I was, right? And that was, like, the changeover. Yep. Like, he's not looking into oblivion anymore. Like, yep. He recognizes, and then you're like, you got that connection. Yep. That's, like, the big thing. I think that, I think that, I made a claim on, like, when I was talking to my friend Omri for the pod, um, that... Aurora already recognizes who I am, but I don't think she actually does yet. Mm-hmm. I think she recognizes like facial my facial expressions yeah. because like she like if I make like a specific smile face, then she smiles and she yeah. and I think she recognizes that and I think she recognizes the things that I do with her. So like this week I just started um, singing her uh, "Let's Stay Together" by the Al Green. Like I'll put that on while I'm changing her diaper and like I'm mouth at her and she just lights up whatever. But I don't know if she recognizes me all the way yet. Yeah. It, it's, you know, it's like 12, I thought it was like around 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. That was like the changeover. Gotcha. That's when like they start really like noticing things. Yeah. They start like, I guess, having like more propensity towards parents. Yeah. Right. That's what they say. I mean, clearly now he's at, I guess he's at like 18 or 19 weeks. It's like, now it's like he sees Megan in the morning, my wife, and it's like his eyes just light. Yeah. Like he smiles so hard. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like chopped liver. I'm just feeding him. <laughs> I'm feeding him the bottle. He's just like slapping me and like crying if I take it away. And then Megan walks in and it's like, oh, the day's ready to start. Yeah, right. For sure. Like, for sure. She does that when I wake up, when I, we're still doing like one feeding in the night. It's, and by night, I mean, it's like bright early morning. It's like five in the morning. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, I'll do it. Yesterday, she actually, she slept until seven, almost seven thirty. It was great. Uh, but I was like, I was scared shitless because I was like, wait, I, I, I should have woken her up. Like, what? You wake yourself up, right? Because it's like if you're sleeping too long, then something must be going on. Exactly, hundred percent. Right? That happened to me last night. I was, um, I was waking up. I woke up literally every hour yeah. on the hour, and then finally at three a.m. I was like, I'm not doing this again. I'm just gonna feed her and. It just happened that she, like, was, like, waking up at the same time. Yeah. But she does the same thing. She, like, smi- when I wake up in the night, she, like, smiles. She, like, knows that it's happening. It's great. Then it makes it okay. Right? Yeah, exactly. You're, you're like, down. you get out of bed, and you're like, oh, right. oh my God. Can right. I just sleep another hour? Right. And then you get there, and they, like, look at you. And it's like, okay, now I can start my day. I, exactly. Right. Now I can start my See, now what I got to start doing is transitioning that to going to, like, the gym at 5 o'clock in the morning. Uh, you know what I mean? No, I don't know if I'm there I'm yet. I'm still but... not functioning at <laughs> I mean, No, me neither. Me neither. Um, That's why they call them super dads, I guess. Some people, some people can, can do it and get their day started. That's that's the one thing I'm working up to do. Once I start getting my exercise regimen yeah. going, then I'll I'll be I'll be back to it. Um, but beyond like being the same kind of time frame with us, the one thing that I love like about you two specifically is that like it's really been really important for you guys to like keep normalcy in your lives, yeah. even with having a newborn baby and. A lot of people forget about that. As I talk to like different dads and like just parents in general, everything is always about the baby, 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 baby. And I really like, I'm like envious of like how you guys operate. Cause like I see you, I saw, so one of you had an Instagram post where it was like monitors and martinis or whatever. Like it was like a month and a half ago or whatever. And I don't know if you were just in the living room or like at a restaurant. I was like, where are you? This is great. I want to be doing that. How do you like... 
we have, we haven't built up the confidence to actually leave the apartment with the monitor on, you know. So oh, we'll, gotcha, we'll okay. get there. No, but uh, no, we we were in the living room actually. Okay. Um, but like you know, the whole thing was like getting him on a schedule. Okay. Like so, we can get him on a schedule. My parents were starting sleep training. Then it was like if we can get him down by like seven, seven thirty, then we have like a few hours for sure where we can just hang out. We can give a little bit more attention to his dog because yeah. he's clearly getting. That's started. right. You are the parent of two, technically. So, <laughs> But, like, that was important. Like, we were like, I want to, like, at the end of the day, like, you want to drink, right? For you sure. Want, you want to have, you want to take the edge off. I want a beer, want a martini. It's like. Or a margarita as I'm drinking right now. <laughs> um, but, like, it's like, let's, let's put on, let's put on a show. Let's connect in some way. Let's have a drink. Yep. You know? So, like, it's important because if you get the baby down, then you can have some, some normalcy back. For sure. Day. So, that's, that's been important to us. But, like, outside of that, I mean. People we know don't leave their apartment. Right? Yeah. They're, like, scared to take the baby outside or they don't want to travel. Like, I think early on we were kind of of the mindset, like, we want the, we're not going to be, like, these parents that are out with the baby at 11 o'clock and he's just going to be sleeping on us. Like, we're not going to be, like, negligent like that. For sure. We're, like, how can we still do us and take care of the baby? For sure. So we got, like, the schedules down and then we are like, okay, let's go to dinner. Let's, I mean, it's not going to be an 8 p.m. dinner at, like, a fancy place. Well, let's go to a good restaurant. We'll go at 5, 5.30. We'll feed him. We'll bring the bottle. When it's you know, empty, too, which is great. empty. And plus, you don't feel as bad. Yeah, sure, right? sorry. Because, like, people know that, like, if you're going, like, for the early bird, it's either people with babies or, like, people way past their bedtime, which are, like, my grandparents. Oh, sex. So, <laughs> so, I mean, that was, like, the, the key thing. And then we can go out to dinner. We don't have to feel bad about it. We can still enjoy each other's company. And then, like, you know, then we take the baby and we put him to sleep afterwards. Yeah. Or he's, like, we feed him at the table with us. Yeah. Like, going out to dinner is, like, huge. Yeah. Right? Like, being able to get out of the apartment, go to dinner is, like, that's nice. You can still have date night. Yeah. I mean, two months after he was born, we, like, were, like, we have been in this apartment for two months and we got to get out of here. Yeah. Like, you just get stir-crazy small oh, here. 100%. And it was, like, let's drive someplace. We went up to, like, Newport, Rhode Island. With the baby? With the baby. Okay. And we're, like, let's just Yeah. And he just like slept next to us even though he had a stroller. We had a nice like dinner. It was awesome. So it's important to do that. I mean, have you guys been doing that? So we have we have not been we've taken her to like lunch. Yeah. You know what I mean? We've like done like lunch, like like We've done, like, lunch a couple times, like, on the weekends. We'll, like, take her out. We'll, like, go to, like, a local spot, yeah. have her in the stroller. Like, we're she didn't she only got her shots last week so like for us it was like until she gets her shots like we can't like be inside yeah. anywhere oh, yeah. so only places with like outdoor seating which yeah. is like four restaurants in our neighborhood and like 90% of the time if we want to go out on a weekend they're packed for brunch which like is whatever um but we've done it a couple of times we've actually gone twice out to dinner just the two of us we went for our anniversary actually i guess it's really only one time we went out, the two of us, we went to anniversary, and then we did a movie for my birthday, which was a couple weeks, last week? Jesus Christ. Last week, and, uh, but we did, like, movie, dinner, drink, combo, and, like, the Alamo Draft House in Brooklyn, shout out to you guys, um, you know, holla at your boy, but we did that, because so, you could do everything all at yeah. one, and we did that, um, but yeah, that's you, really you good, get, it. You get, your, you get your wife's parents a lot. Yes, because they live across the street, right. it's fantastic, best thing in the world. I mean, we luckily have cousins nearby, so yeah. we, like, leverage them. I mean, we've been trying to bring the baby as much as possible. For sure. But, like, we've gone out, like, later in the night. Like, you know, it doesn't happen all that often. Just the two of you later in the night? Just the two of us. Okay, so sitter like, and everything? We've gotten a sitter, okay. and we've done it. I mean, we're, we're doing it, I think, Saturday night we're going to do something. Okay. I mean, it's important to do that as well. 100%. Right? Like, maybe, like, at least once a month, like, the goal is to, like, get out. Yeah. Be ourselves, you know, without the baby. Yeah. that's important as well. Yeah. Try to bring the baby into the normal routines, but we also try to like also just do us without the baby. Well. For sure. So it's kind of like a balancing act of both of those things. For sure. We're not. We're like not there yet. Like we're not. Not yet. We're almost. We're close. We're close, but we're not there yet. Like the closest we got last week, my buddy from college who's expecting a kid, so he's actually gonna he'll be on a podcast in like, like two weeks, I think. Um, as my first like expecting go. dad, it's gonna be great. Uh, he had like his like pseudo baby shower last week with his wife, and then 
our neighbors invited us to their kids birthday party that was just like right around the corner from our apartment and we went to the birthday party and like the neighbors were just like oh let me hold the baby we literally just gave the baby to the neighbors they were holding it the entire time and me and Matt just got drunk off we were just like drinking the whole time like this 11 year old's birthday party it was fucking great it's funny we actually went to a friend's last night and Megan like offered to like hold someone else's baby because Rain was like sleeping and they were like oh yes please and then like the parents disappeared they got food they got drinks (laughs) you got to listen and it was a big baby and then like (laughs) just holding it she's like starting to sweat a little bit you know and then like like half an hour later she's like where are these parents you know like I need to get Get back to my life here. <laughs> it's like parents are so are so good to like. They're just like, all right. Just if a, someone is willing to take the baby for like a few minutes. I'm I'm all for it. Sometimes it's great. Yeah. Sometimes it's great. Like that wasn't that. Like at first we were when we gave the baby over. Like um, the dad. Right of the of the kid whose parent uh, whose birthday it was, he was like, like I want to hold the baby, like I want to try to yeah. convince my wife to have like another one or whatever. And we're like, oh god, don't walk down that path, like yeah, whatever. Yeah, but right like, here you go, like take it. And Laura just slept the whole time, the whole yeah. whatever, literally passing her back and forth between the two parents, like the the wife's sister, yeah. and me and that were just like. At first, we're like, uh, is this okay? Is it okay? And then we looked at each other and we're like, she has a shot. Who cares? And, like, we were just fine with it. Just, like, had a good time. The two of us, while also, like, keeping eyes on her. And then, like, went to drink. And then we had, like, some wine with them at their apartment. And we took the monitor out of the house. Yeah. That was the first time we took the monitor out of the house. I mean, it was across the hall. But right. still. I mean, yeah. I mean, you still, like, you're always worried about things. Yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. We have, a, we have a spitter, so we never know. If he's going to spit up or what's going to happen. Does he spit in the middle of the night? So far, he's been pretty good about that. Okay. Like, if he's up and he's, like, moving around, then, like, it's fair game. He's going to spit up. Gotcha. Usually, if we can get him down, then it's usually fine. Okay. That's that's what we've noticed so far. But we're still trying. There's no panic that we're doing with these kids. Of course not. It's like, who knows, right? They're crying. They're upset. You know that. But, like... What's going to happen? What's actually going on with them? Like, it's it's a guessing game. Right? 100%. Yeah. 100%. Nat was always like, uh, in the big, for the last, like, I guess first month, month and a half, she was always like, oh, she, Rora's not, she'll like call me while I'm out. Like, she'd be like, Rora's not acting normal today. She's like being real. And I'm like, babe, there is no normal. She's exactly. four days old. Like, right. what are you talking that about? Is every parent's waiting <laughs> thought every single day, right? 100%. It's true. I'm like, wait. He didn't smile when I walked in. What's going on with him today? Yeah. Or, oh, wait, he made this, like, weird sound. What's going on? Yeah. Like, it's always a thought. How yeah. How much I, like, like want to, like, vocalize it. Like, you know, I'll spare my wife a little bit. <laughs> but, like, you know, it it's definitely crosses your mind every single moment. Of course. It's true. Yeah. It's true because you, like, you expect them when they're just so... My buddy Omri made this really good point on the podcast. And he was like, you know, especially for a dad, when they're not born yet, it's like this theoretical thing that doesn't exist. Right. And then when it comes into the world, it actually becomes this tangible, physical thing that is here. And because it's a human, you just expect it to like be a human, but you don't realize that it still doesn't understand that it's not a human. Like It still thinks that it's theoretical. You know what it's, I mean? It's crazy, right? Like Even though you understand the science of it, it's still like mind-blowing. Of course. How it works. Right? Of course, you just created a hybrid human being, and then they're growing and they're changing, and they're like, like learning about their environment. And two seconds ago, they were in your wife's stomach, like living off of fluid. Yeah. It's just crazy. It's also a pretty crazy concept. The whole thing is very crazy concept. It's very crazy concept. I thought about it a lot when, like, um, when my wife was pregnant. Like, I thought about it a lot, like how insane it was that this thing is just growing inside of another yeah. human being, crazy. like. It's just, re- it's really wild. It's like, a, obviously, a beautiful thing, and science is just so crazy. I mean, the human yeah. body is just crazy. Women, women are incredible. Women out there, mothers, <laughs> you are fucking incredible. I give you all the respect in the world for going through what you go through, because, like, it's it's just, re- it's a really incredible thing. And I, I go a step further. I feel like I was ignorant to what women go through. 100%. Before going through it with my wife. 100%. Like, hear that women are pregnant and you're like okay you know it's like you just kind of accept it you know sure. it's part of life you know and then they have to breastfeed and you're just like okay that's part of life you know but then you get into the details and yep. you're like whoa well and women, you also see it firsthand you see it firsthand you see like what happens to the body and all the changes and like the growth and then even after they come out i mean like what women have to go through 
it's really I, I part of me in the back of my head thinks that like that whole aspect of childbirth and like raising a kid is really the reason in the back of my head why I decided to start the podcast because nobody talks about how crazy and how intense that actually is. They right. do make it out to seem like, oh, it's just this natural yeah. thing. But like, it's, yes, it's a natural thing. It is. And it's beautiful. Sure. That doesn't mean it feels good. You right. know what I mean? Totally. And it doesn't mean that it's easy. And, and you know, like, women go through so much. Like, you know, like, uh, I have coworkers and they, like, I never realized this, but they'd have to, like, they'd be like, oh, I have to leave, you know, to go to the bathroom. But like, they have to pump during yep. the middle of the day. Like, that's not the biggest nightmare. It's like her worst nightmare right now is going back to work and having to pump at work. And because, like, you know, men's experience don't even pale, you know, they come in not even in comparison to women's. But then you never think about what the men go through until you start talking to other men who are dealing with it. Absolutely. Also the other reason for doing the podcast, you get what I'm saying? And then it's all coming together. You can't talk to your wife about your experience because, like, their experience is just crazy what they're going through. But you can talk to other men about it. Hundred percent, right? because we can bond. The wife, exactly. the woman, they don't want to hear about your problems. Like, oh, oh, really? It's hard for you because you have to wake up at four o'clock in the morning. What about waking up at two o'clock in the morning, having a pump, then put it on the breast, then they don't want it, then they're crying, and then doing this, and then what? And I had to carry it for nine months. They don't want to hear about that, you know. Um, and again, the reason for the podcast is an outlet for us. It's, it's true, man. But you know, it's it's you know you you take it, you know, yeah. because the the benefits of being a father is just you know it's you, you don't even know it until you're you're there it's very true and it's like all the work that goes into it or whatever it's going to take to get this kid to like you know adolescence and being it's like it, it's all worth it right in the end yeah so. I, actually so it could so i like that you brought that up that, that you don't even understand it until it happens because when you were talking to me about it on july 4th mm-hmm. when we were when when we were together on july 4th and you were like so over the like oh it's like life changing whatever i was like oh that's cool like brandon like he's like he he's this life changing thing for him like whatever like and i'm thinking in the back of my head i'm like I can't change that much. Like, I get it. You're a dad. Like, okay. Like, whatever. But then I had the exact same moment when Aurora was born. And, like, the first time she grabbed my finger, I was like, oh, my God. I understand exactly what Brandon was telling Saying, I understand how it's a complete life. It changes your mentality. It changes the way you think. It changes your emotion. Like, it changes everything about who you are as a person. It's true, man. But, like, you know, like, like anything, right? There's good days and there's bad days. And there's days where you're going to feel like, oh, my God, how do I handle this? No. But, like, you kind of just, you go with it, of course. right? Like, you, you just manage it. But, like, you you understand, like, when you look at the kid, you just say, wow. Yeah. You know, it just, like, brings you back to, to earth and you're just like, this is, this is, like, what I need to do, yeah. you know? And, and, you and this is what I'm it. doing it for. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys, so you just said you trained, you got on a schedule and you trained. Did you, so obviously that means you sleep trained. trained. What did you, when did you start that? What did you do and what did you use to so, do it? Because there's a, God knows, a hundred million different things. What's like the demographics on, on people who listen? How, what's the, what's the ratio of men to, to women? You know what? Um, the breakdown, I think it's about. Because men are going to understand this probably more. Well, I, I actually think, I looked at the demographics, I looked at analytics yesterday. Yeah. And I, if memory serves me correctly, I think it's like 58% men, okay. 42 and change, like yeah. something like some breakdown like that. So ladies, shout out for, for listening. You, you, you're doing a big thing. I, I really appreciate it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's like a, it's a little bit more men based and like probably most of them are probably not even fathers yet. You know what I mean? Shout out to all my friends without kids listening. Um, so yeah, but like 58, 42. Cause I know that some of the, the mommy boards and things can be pretty harsh about sleep training regimens. Yeah. They're and intense. Like, they're intense. And there's like people, like, I don't think anything divides like married, like marital or I guess raising kid decisions than like sleep training probably. Definitely. Interesting. I think that's probably the most contentious thing because some sleep training comes with some crying. Yes, and I for think sure. When it comes to crying, certain people can can kind of tolerate it a little bit better than others. But I mean, I would say we started at eight weeks, which is okay. early. Like some people would denounce us for that. So okay. I mean, eight weeks. We read a book that said start at eight weeks. Okay. Our pediatrician was like, you can start at eight. Okay. Weeks. So we went along with that. And the idea is over four weeks. You get the kid to the point where they're pretty much sleeping eleven to twelve. Was it the twelve? Hours. Was it the twelve, 12 by twelve? Twelve hours and twelve weeks. 
Okay, that's the same thing that we just got. Yeah. Yeah. So it, I mean, to be honest, after twelve weeks, it worked like a charm. Okay. But we had to tolerate some crying it out. It's not full fervor method, but I mean, it's like they're gonna cry for three to five minutes, and you're gonna have to sit there. Oh my god. See, I thought my wife, like at the beginning, my wife was like, "You can't cry. She can't cry. She's crying. She's crying. She's crying." And I was like, "She has to cry. It's okay. Don't worry about it." Now, tides have completely turned. Like. Even last night she was crying and I was like, I was like babe, I gotta go give her, give her a pacifier. She's like, no, like you can't do that. Like, like don't, like she's fine, like whatever. I'm like, no, she has to go, Jen, I have to do it. We have, this, we have the same, we have the same thing. I mean, it's pretty much, our, our dynamic is the exact same. Yeah. It's like, I can't always handle it very yeah. well. I'm like, ah, oh, I should go in there, I should help. And Megan's like, if you do it now, you're just gonna create bad habits. She said the same thing to me last night. That's the exact words, exact words that she said. Stronger person than me. <laughs> well, they carried it for nine months, so yes, they are. <laughs> so there you go. I guess I guess that's how it works. But um, but it worked like a charm. Fine, perfect. Yeah, I mean, like here's the thing. Like it, it's tough, but like you you go through the methods, and by twelve weeks you get sick back, and that was huge because I was going back to work. Like we both like to be functioning people to do the best that we can. How long were you off for work? Not to break you in the middle. I took eight weeks of paternity. Okay. Because the company offered it. Nine okay. weeks of my summer pretty much dedicated. Okay. And it was the best decision because it was like, I'm either going to fail at home or fail at work, yep. right? 100%. So why not be successful at one yep. and then put the other on the back burner and get back to it when For I sure. focus on it? So that was a good decision. Uh, it really helped us like get through a lot of things because honestly, the fact that one person can manage a child is like, blows my mind. I so. Again, not to go off on a little bit of a tangent, but we were talking about how strong like women are and the new appreciation for women once you have kids. But think about the appreciation that you now have for single parents that are doing it all themselves. It's insane that that one person is not only in charge of doing this all herself and like that responsibility is bared all on that one person or on that woman for the most part. Let's call space babe, you know, but like. That, that that's even like a thing that is allowed to happen like you know like I don't whatever I'm not I don't want to go politics or whatever but like for single parents like the government should give you all the assistance that you need at least in the first whatever let's call it six months three to six months of life because it is so fucking hard as two people imagine if it was just one and it's hard for two people even who have good support. 100%. Right? It's not easy. It's just like, but I guess like you learn to adapt to these things. Sure. Right? Like I guess that's how it works because, you know, we're going to be like, like right now we're like in the thick of it and we're like taking care of the kid is, is like, it's a real responsibility. Yeah. But then you're going to have a nap with a kid and you're going to be like, you boys don't have one kid. You have to start to walk in the park. <laughs> that's what, that's what they tell and us. And then, you know, and then I know people with three or four kids. Crazy. Yeah. Two people, I, I know I know a couple that has a zoo worth of children that are just running all around their house. I think they have five now. I'm like, how the fuck you do it? What are you trying to raise? The Jacksons? Like, what's going on? <laughs> then, then you want to be punished. I don't know. Yeah. Happens, but, no, it, I mean, I guess you kind of get addicted to it and then you understand it. For sure. Um, and this is only the early days, right? Once yeah. start engaging and start doing rec leagues, I can imagine that being a lot of fun. I, I mean, I am already marked on my calendar our trip to Disneyland. <laughs> I mean, like, I can't wait. <laughs> wait, but you guys are going on a trip soon. We are. With, yeah. like, where you go, Rome? Yeah. <laughs> with rain. Now, now I'm sweating. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine getting her knee out and having a baby? No. Oh, my God. I can't. We were talking about this. We were, I was listening to another podcast, and we were, they were debating this, and I thought it was a great idea. Like, having, when you pick out a seat on a plane, mm-hmm. it should show you, it shows you where people are sitting, so you can choose your seat. It should right. show you where a baby is sitting on the plane. 100%. It would get universally accepted, because I, me as a parent want to know that people who are sitting next to me are, like, baby-friendly, or baby-friendly-ish. I yeah. don't know. Uh, that's a great, but wait, this is a great idea. This is a great idea, right? This might be, this might have to be a sidebar <laughs> conversation you and I have to develop this. Sorry, I'm taking this off on a tangent. <laughs> no, that's fantastic, no, it's a fantastic thing. Fantastic. And then, like, obviously, if you're, if I'm, I'm working, I'm going on a business trip. Like, the last thing I want to do is be next to a baby. Hundred percent. So, like, I feel like everyone would be in agreement with this idea. Hundred percent. I agree. I agree a million. But this is a phenomenal idea. It's a phenomenal um, idea. 
I'm gonna have to copyright it before this goes online. Starting to, I think he's out to someone. Someone's out. I think some of these Asian airlines are starting to experiment. Oh, interesting. So. Not Asian airlines would experiment with that type of shit. They have so many goddamn kids and people running around everywhere. Sorry, I'm not racist. I swear to God. Um, but demographics. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but so so you're going on. So you're going to Rome with the baby. Um, how are you feeling about the eight, eight hour flight? Like, what is? How are you feeling about that? I mean, we're feeling nervous. Okay. But like, obviously, this is kind of going in part with like trying to continue our lives and, and do things for sure and not have you know the baby take you know either take away from it or be part you know we want him to be part of it but like obviously he's not going to appreciate Rome but we don't want to have to like you know not do things because of the baby for sure too. so it's like one of these things where like yeah it's nervous but you want to be able to feel confident like traveling with the baby for sure. able to do everything with him because that I think if you start now, then it gets a little bit. You get him more accustomed to it as, as time goes. Are you worrying about the ears popping? We are. We're gonna feed him hopefully on takeoff, so that gotcha. so that they say that's a good way. And then we've requested a bassinet for the plane. For they, the plane, they okay. Sometimes have them available. We're gonna pound them until we get a, a, an answer. Delta's gonna be tired of hearing from us. Um, so you know what? We're gonna make sure we get something on this plane, or we're bringing our own bassinet. I yeah. don't know. But like, hopefully, then we put him down for for sleep and. And then, and then it's just smooth. He sleeps for an hour, right? No. That's that's the goal. Is that reality? Well, the sleep training that that's the that's the real test of the sleep training, right? Yeah. So are you starting, going? Are you taking a flight that's like around the time when you would put him down? Exactly. Genius. Oh, and not only that, we're starting him on white noise airplane mode, right? I heard about this. I I heard about. That. I heard that. that get, I heard you guys are those, doing that. Get those, uh, you know, big engines going. Yeah. So. And what are you doing about like all the stuff? That you that's, have to that's tough. I don't like. I don't even know. I'm sure we already have a packing list someplace. I mean, it's a lot, right? Like even just going like around the corner, we we pack like we have a whole bag packed for him. Yep. We gotta have backups of all his clothes, yep. right? Just going out the door is like a whole thing. Yes. So I'm going on trip, we gotta bring a tray. We gotta bring. We have to figure out the stroller to bring. We got all the like the the baby du jour and We gotta bring toys. We gotta bring backup clothes and backup clothes, backup clothes. <laughs> So it's very like, true. About a hundred years worth of diapers. And then maybe we'll pack something for ourselves. Yeah, right, exactly. You guys might just wear the whole the same clothes the whole time. I mean, we'll, we'll you know, shop, we'll shop the Italian stores. I don't know. Oh, you know what? Good good reason to shop. They say shop all Italian. you really need to have to fit in is a nice scarf in Rome. So scarf and a beret. Yeah, a little baguette. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, and maybe we'll hit Paris on the way back. But. Gotcha. <laughs> um. But. That that's cool. That's see, like that's why I wanted to talk talk to you because like something like that is really cool that you guys are doing something like that. Like I'm yeah. petrified to take my bit. Now she's only what she's gonna be ten weeks on Tuesday. Um, but so like sh- I'm petrified to do that with her. Like my wife has been like her hand me. She's like, well, I'm on maternity. We should take a trip. We should take a trip. We should take a trip. And I'm like, we were talking about it last night in bed. And I'm like, all right, like I'm down, but like. What about all like the stuff? Like, wh- how are we gonna like manage that? Like, what? Like, where are we gonna go? Like, is uh, what's the deal? Like, what's advice, a, where do we want to go? You know, yeah, my advice is, is to take a trip. We didn't do it until twelve weeks, but do something with a car. So, so figure out like you can you pack more in the car and not get charged twenty five dollars. See, right? that's so that's what I want to do. We go down to Maryland for yeah. um, for Thanksgiving to her family for yeah. that. Like her entire family comes. So we're gonna do that. I would if we're gonna do a trip. I would like to do something like. After that, but like yeah. the next day after we get back from Maryland, like she goes back to work, so that's not really to it. Like, it just, I don't know. I'm I'm nervous about the whole yeah. flight thing. Not that like she won't be fine, but like taking a long like eight hour flight is like I don't know why, crazy. You know, it's cra- it is crazy. We're crazy, but you know. No, but you're either crazy or genius, oh, and we'll they're not that far apart. We'll, we'll Look see. at Kanye West. We'll you know take a saying? picture. You know, like everyone on Instagram posts all the good stuff. Yeah. We'll take a picture after the flight on, on Instagram, and, and maybe it won't be a nice photo, you know? Yeah, but, like, sure. it's reality, right? For sure. So but it's, we'll a, it's a great experience. Like, whether he's going to be able to appreciate it or not, like, that's an experience for you. Yeah. And you guys deserve the experience. Like, we, us as parents, we deserve the experiences also. You know? It's our first time, especially first-time parents, first yeah. time doing the shit, you know what I mean? I mean, we'll, we'll see. I mean, we want we, we had, we wanted to go our own way. We wanted to go away. Actually, we really wanted to go. I think our first choice was like someplace tropical, and like 
two or three hour flight, right? Yeah. Caribbean. Of course, right. And then we realized that November and December, they hike all the prices. We're going to be paying yeah. on and like you go. And then we when are you going? We're going on Thanksgiving. Oh, God. Go quick and cool. Gotcha. Yeah, so like, then we were like, okay, where can we get a little bit more bang for our buck? Yeah. And it was like Portugal or Rome. We're like, they were giving away flights almost. And we're like, something. Yeah, for sure. And then we just decided to do it, so. I mean, you can't pass it. When, when the prices are good, yeah. you go to somewhere like that, you just can't pass it out. You know what I mean? So, whatever. That'll be an experience. I can't wait to talk to you again on a pod after that. See how that trip was. Like, That's going to be good. Like, don't do it. <laughs> right? No, never. Don't get on a plane. Or you're going to be like, do it right now. Get on a plane and go. We're going to either have 250 people giving us like angry looks or we're going to have friends. You know? Yeah. See that. For sure. You have a cute baby, so hopefully you'll have yeah, his looks will get us out of trouble. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it looks just like you. Like, literally, it looks like you are right now. Uh, I, 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 I say to Megan all the time, every Facebook, Instagram, I'm like, like, please stop making us the, making the rest of us look bad with your gorgeous, gorgeous family. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, Chewie hasn't made it into uh, a lot of these Instagram posts. I feel like, I hope Rain didn't take his place. Well, I see whimpers in the background. Yeah, yeah. No, he's 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 taking it in stride. We'll see what happens when Rain starts like pulling his tail. For sure, like, trying to ride him. Oh yeah, like something like that. He's gonna he's not gonna be happy. But hopefully, neither of them will have teeth at that point. Chewie's already like eleven years old, and they're not there, so he'll be fine. Rain is like starting. You know, I guess six months they start to year. So yeah, we'll see. we'll see what happens. Yeah, man, that was awesome. B. I appreciate it. That's that's fantastic. Fantastic. This is amazing. I'm I, like envious of you guys. This trip is like really envious. Like it makes me really envious, and it really puts a lot of pressure on me with my wife. So thank you very much for that. You know what I mean? We'll give uh, you the tips. You yeah, know? please let me know. I'm I'm very interested to see how it goes. Yeah. You know, what are you like a month and a half? A uh, month and a half out from going. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Um, but thank you for coming on the pod. I appreciate it. The conversation was great. Yeah. Awesome. You guys are fantastic. Hope you had a good time. Had Absolutely. a good time. It was a great combo. Yeah, I know. Look at that. It could it could launch I could launch a career. I think I'm gonna buy one of these mics and just be beat myself up all the time. And then I'll have like my own like you know, just gonna talk to myself through the <laughs> Sometimes I do that. So like I, I record all like the uh, the first segments of the pod in my daughter's nursery, kinda similar to how we're doing with yours right now. Um and I like literally sit there and talk to myself, and I'm just like, wait. After I do it, I'm yeah. Like I sit here talk to myself all the time. It's it's like great. This microphone is the best thing, best investment I ever made. Shout out to Guitar Center. Uh, you know what I mean? Um, but thank you very much for coming on the pod. I really appreciate it. I am excited to actually talk to you again when you come back from Rome. See the you know we'll do a part two we'll of the whole month, thing. We'll do the six month check in. Yeah, that. I'm into it. You'll be at four months. I'll be, be right where we are now, and I'll be, I'll be. And we could do a comparison episode. That'll be great. I love it. I'm like, look at this. Look, I might have to hire you as my partner for this thing. Look at it. the ideas. It's just well, brainstorming. All great podcasts have returning guests. Right? The, absolutely, of course. Absolutely, absolutely correct. Um, but thank you again for coming on. Um, that is all for my man Brandon Rosen. I appreciate you as always tuning into Dad Hard with a podcast. As always, we are on all podcast platforms that you know and love. iTunes, Spotify, Spreaker. You can ask Alexa to play my podcast, um, and it's fantastic. I did it this morning. It was awesome. That was like the best feeling of my life besides having a kid or getting married or anything that's actually important. So, uh, But anyway, check it out. Dad Hard with a podcast. Instagram at Dad Hard Pod. As always, if you want to connect in this dad brotherhood that we got going on here, dadhardpod at gmail.com. I appreciate it. I love y'all. We're out. Peace. Remember back in the days before you got blazed and lost in the haze. Remember back in the times when being just a kid was fun. Remember back in the days before you had brains or cared about your ways. Remember back in the times when being just a kid was fun. Right, right. Ain't that the truth, man? I wish you could go back being a little kid again, man. Remember them good times. Everything was free spirit and all that. I'm talking the playground. 
playing on the monkey balls or whatever. Sprinklers, hydrants going off in the street in the summertime. That home cooking. Can't be that, man. You remember. And if not, need to rewind this one. I'm out in the day before you got blazed and lost in the haze. Remember back in the times when being just a kid was fine, right, right.